For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City, this is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Mobcraft on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Across ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Bross, Big Ten Betty. I'm Greg Scalzo, Alex Strofe, Josh, and Maja running the show. And of course, you, the Scalzo and Bross family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bross, calling us, texting us, 800 990 3776. Again, 800 990 3776. An action packed show here today. Greg Gard scheduled to appear. 415. We're going to be giving away a pair of Bucks tickets uh, around 430 today. Maybe it is a busy day. But we will start with Ben's new co-host. Oh, I'm leaving you. Yeah, he is leaving me uh, every day. Well, at least Tuesday through Friday. <laughs> I'm not leaving you every day. I'm no. leaving you for a portion of the day. Tuesday through Friday, you can tune in here. Bucks at 6 with Ben Brust and our very own Tony Smith. You hear Tony on Homer and Tony Knight. 94.5 ESPN of Milwaukee, weekdays 2 to 4, and we welcome him in here to Scouts. Thank you. Th- uh, don't worry, I'm just a side piece, though. So I'm, I'm, I'm no threat to you, my friend. No but here's the thing. I know my place. <laughs> I heard you when Greg said Happy Wednesday. Oh, was my that, goodness. What that was, was, I, heard, I think I heard the chuckle go over the air. What was the chuckle for? Just because it was, it was in just, person? It was just jarring to hear it live. It was loud. He was, he, when, he, when he sat at the same station that I sit at, yeah, he put the headphones in. It was super loud. I said, "Well, you know, I'm kind of deaf." And then he, I know why, because he screams loud now. I'm I like, talk loud. I scream <laughs> talk, loud. No wonder he wanted it turned down. I talk low, so I need it turned up. What would you say the biggest difference from what you know of Greg Scalzo from what you know of Homer? Other than uh, age? Oh well, yeah, there. I mean, there couldn't be any. There couldn't be any different. Beauty, hair, good looks. Oh, wow, don't, don't, oh, I'm crushing oh, no, Homer no, no, right the now. Hair, the hair is phenomenal. Well, thank I, I got to be honest. That. The hair is phenomenal. Much better than Homer's hair. Homer, I don't know. If, I don't know what kind of hair he has left. I don't even know what like what not it, that great. Well, I don't even know what his hairstyle was. You know, or is. Oh, he used you to have, have seen the toupee. Curly, right? You, you, have you seen the, the toupee? We've seen the toupee. Yes, toupee. It's a great look. It is a great look. I wish we'd bring it back. I don't know why he went away from that, but now, Tony, I want to know how much you know about Ben Brost and how familiar you are with the character of Benny Bucks, because you guys obviously uh, Bucks they start the Eastern Conference Finals tonight at the Pfizer Forum. You guys start Bucks at six tonight. Uh, Benny Bucks has been a running character on the show uh, because ultimately Ben will flip and flop every step of the way as long as the Bucks go. How familiar are you with Benny Bucks and? Uh, He's a flopper? In Ben's relationship there. He's a flip-flopper. Really? And let me ask you this, actually. Before we get into it, I want to start at the very beginning of the Milwaukee Bucks Ben Brust adventure. Ben 
had played only for one NBA team in his career. It was the Milwaukee Bucks. How much as a former NBA guy do you believe that Ben Brust made during his summer league run in Las Vegas with the Milwaukee Bucks? How much money did he make? Yes. Do they pay you for summer league? I didn't get paid for summer league. What the heck? Well, I mean, I only got a thousand bucks for ten days. How much do you think oh. he left Las Vegas with after getting a thousand? He's a gambler. None. I yeah, that, I mean that's the correct answer. Yeah, I, I know. Plus that. whatever I took out outside of the thousand dollars. But yeah, some of his own money. He lost some money. He went. He went home with an L there. You took the L there. I went. I went home with an L with the amount of minutes played, points uh, scored. <laughs> uh, I, I had you one didn't, assist. You didn't to be honest. Uh, no, I did not. That was a year in which there was a lot of young Bucks players who played on the team, so they were using Summer League to develop those players. And I think I was a charity um, choice because of my agency that I was working with was close to somebody in the organization. Uh, wait, I think that's you, the realistic approach. You got paid, approach. though, for Summer League. I, I played Summer League. Tony After Smith didn't year, get paid for Summer didn't League. Get paid for Summer League. Yeah, the official unofficial NBA player of I mean, Scalzo and Bruss now. He is the official unofficial yeah. NBA player will of Scalzo Will you accept your role? I, I will say I did have a 10-day. You said a 10-day thing. I had a 10-day with, with Atlanta. Uh, I got forty grand for that, though. So you just get one check for forty grand? Like, that just comes in as a $40,000 uh, yeah. check? Yeah. God, that's Gosh, gotta, I wanna... What's the largest physical check that you cash, Tony Smith? I think, uh, well, my playoff share, my rookie season... Went to the finals, lost to the Bulls. That was like forty something, a little over forty thousand as well. My okay. playoff share. So yeah, you just get the the big chunk check. Either. You don't really look at it. You know, it goes in the bank. Liar! I, you look I'm, at it. I, I, I don't. I didn't look at it. I I'm, I would look at it. Would yeah, you, you look would, at it? You would gamble it away. <laughs> I mean, that's what you would do. A portion you of, half it. of it. Of unfortunately, my how, my how investments would, aren't great either. Well, you, how I much mean, would how much would you blow if you got a forty? thousand dollar chunk what would you well how much would you blow tell them about lithuania all right what? so in lithuania when i played professionally after i was the last cut on the milwaukee bucks famously heading into the 2014-15 season you remember that right yes everyone yeah remember I mean, I, everyone remembers I, the last i saw cut. some of your summer league games um no you didn't I, saw you uh, on the bench, <laughs> I looked great i was very good at clapping so when i was in lithuania I basically, every monthly check that I made for eight months, each month I'd go to the casino in the strip mall, and I walked away with less money than I came to Lithuania with leaving Lithuania. They were gambling over there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I kept... There's a casino in the strip mall. I kept the strip mall in business, I'm convinced. Losing every single penny that you made can, playing professionally. Can you, even, can you picture? I can't even picture the scene. Like, where, uh, where are you gambling at in a strip mall? A Lithuanian strip mall. Oh, I can, <laughs> it's like I, it's I like picture. entering a mall. What's there? It's I like entering a mall it. clothing store. I mean, store. but what what are you gambling on? Are you playing craps? roulette, blackjack? Oh, like a real casino? It was a real casino. Yes, Come on. yes. I can't even see this. I can smell the bad mall. cigarettes and the stale vodka on the carpet. Like I can, I feel like I can literally smell it there. The <laughs> that desperation is, and sadness. Sadness emanating from Ben Bruss <laughs> sitting against the building outside. That is the oh, place hey, in which I, on, I was outside what of the casino doing? when I lost it all. No. And I was on the curb just sitting there crying for reasons that I won't I, get into no, this right I now. But I, I had my first cigarette. I saw two guys walk oh, out, and I well, was like, hey, I need one of those. They were laughing at me as I'm crying smoking there. a cigarette. They, they smoke a ton. I, now, I played two, two seasons overseas. I played in Italy once, and I played in Spain, right? So I can understand why you kind of is that where you kind of got into the gambling? No, or you were into it before that. No, I, I mean I got into it overseas. I I had always liked um, 
like casino gambling, but then sports right. gambling entered my life right. see, in, when I went overseas. Because now I can see because you have what you have a lot of is time. Yes, way there. too much time. A ton of I had time. Spreadsheets and yeah, everything. See that? That's the problem over there. If, if that's your addiction, I, I was just in the TV. So I just watched every movie available. Did you have any teammates who smoked cigarettes at halftime like I did? Yes, most of them did. Matter of fact, you probably know the same. Oh, it's a different era, but the arena was filled with smoke when you play. Everywhere we go, there, there's a plume sure. of smoke in, in the, the top of the arena. Yeah. Are you talking huge. about cigarette smoke? Not cigarette like smoke. not like fan like smoke that no, makes the arena no. look cool. <laughs> not, not like pyrotechno pyrex or whatever it's called. <laughs> None of that. No, this is real from cigarettes. It was literally at the top of the arena. So you were playing on second hand smoke. Did, did you have the uh the plexiglass the- Blocking the fans. They depend on the arena. Yeah, there was like one it was or a two. hockey game. The plexiglass. The cows made the sure they didn't storm the court. Well, no, because they were throwing, throwing stuff. stuff. They would throw uh-huh. stuff. I mean, I literally had rolls of toilet paper come down. They were throwing a stream in them. Rolls did, of toilet paper. Did anything hit you that hurt? Nothing hit me that hurt, but I, I was hit with stuff. It was pennies were thrown. It was it was crazy over there. It's a lot nicer to have more free time in Spain and Italy than in rural Lithuania. I will yeah, the, say the that city, the city I was in Italy was beautiful. It was right on the water, in southern Italy, right on the. I mean, uh, I'd hope so. You had a what nine year NBA career before well, I mean, going overseas. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was just nice. We, and, but the funny part was they they were trying to run the triangle, and I had run the triangle with uh, Stacy King. And they were trying to run the triangle. It was just hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> were you like player not coach? It. Not yeah, it. I basically was. I mean, I was I was older at that point. I was in my 30s. So and I was like, yeah, they they wanted me to kind of teach them the triangle. It was a joke. It was like they couldn't learn it. It was just too much. Uh, Honestly, the other thing I hated about uh, overseas though was two practices. Did you guys still have two oh, practices? Oh yeah, I had my schedule down. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Two wake, practices. Wake up two at ten, days. go to yeah. practice at eleven, make lunch, take a nap, watch TV, go to practice at six. Every single day, two yeah, practices. They, they thought, I, I didn't like it over there for that reason. They they wanted you to be like soccer, since obviously soccer is the sport. They wanted you to be like soccer. Soccer players have two a days all day long. It's it's a normal thing. But I'm like, well, then pay us like this soccer is players. this is basketball. We're jumping up and down. It's pounding. It's a different kind of practice. I said we can't be doing this stuff. Especially me. I'm too old at that age. I'm over thirty. Forget about it. Tony Smith joining us now here on Scalzo and Bross. You hear him, Homer and Tony, weekdays 2 to 4 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Him and Ben Bross tonight starting Bucks at 6 as the Bucks begin their uh, journey into the Eastern Conference Final. They host the Atlanta Hawks tonight at the Pfizer Forum. Guys, give us a little preview of what we can expect. Bucks at 6. Uh, ben Bruss running the show. Tony Smith going to be breaking things down. Tell us what we can expect with Bucks at 6 here uh, moving forward through the playoffs. Uh, I look forward to like nerding out about basketball. Just talking about basketball. I, I, like if you like basketball, we are going to talk basketball. We are going to talk about matchups. We're going to talk about the Bucks and who they play. Like just basketball. If you like that orange ball that goes into hoop, we are going to give you everything you need to know for the Bucks series against the Atlanta Hawks and whatever moving forward because they're going to beat the Hawks. Yeah, it's just it's, it's basically like you said, breaking down stuff, getting a little deeper into just you know, oh, uh, you know, how many points so and so had, or you know, yeah, yeah. Stats are stats, but we're going to get behind the stats a little bit and analysis, strategy, yeah, break into like especially before the game. Like there's game one tonight, right? So we're going to be on before the game. 
Uh, so it's going to be a lot of speculation, like potential things that you're going to see out there. You know, what the, what are the matchups going to be? How are they going to stop Trey Young? How are they going to stop Giannis? I mean, what are some of the things that we possibly can see? But the fun part is going to start after Game One, right? Because Game One is always one of the games you don't really know what's going to happen. You got to see what these guys actually do. Uh, the regular season matchup between the two guys, their players were missing left and right. Mm-hmm. Players coming back from injury. You didn't really get the feel that you're going to get in Game One. So it's going to be a totally new thing. Uh, so after the game diving in the, the shows after it's, it's going to be the fun part. 10 minutes of NBA Summer League action from me, 11 years of NBA uh, experience from Tony Smith. We're going to bring it to you, Bucks at 6. That's Bucks right. at 6 starts tonight. Thank you, Tony Smith, for joining us, the official and official NBA player yeah. of the Scalzo and Bruss family. Bucks at 6, getting you ready for all Milwaukee Bucks basketball hey, I'm not, I'm across not going these anywhere. very stations. I'm going to go lay on this couch over here in the studio and, and take a nap because right. I can't go anywhere. I'll well, be fair back enough. here at six. Just don't snore. Enjoy it. <laughs> Greg Gard, coach of the Wisconsin men's basketball program, secretly recorded. That sent to the Wisconsin State Journal yesterday, reported by Jim Polzine. What happened? We'll talk to Coach Greg Gard about it next on Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Can you just um, let my imagination be and not ruin it? I like the idea of that being like a strong rod. It, it reminds me of... Probably <laughs> <laughs> the most action you've had in months, huh? Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by Mobcraft Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. Big thanks to Tony Smith for joining us. Remember, following Scalzo and Bruss Tuesday through Friday, as long as the Bucks are in the playoffs, tune in to Bucks at Six featuring 11 year NBA veteran Tony Smith and 10 minute NBA Summer League veteran Ben Brust. Again, that Bucks at Six. I'm Greg Scalzo. He is Ben Brust, and we're excited now to be joined by head coach of the Wisconsin men's basketball program, Coach Greg Gard. Coach, thank you for joining us. Uh, I think. Kind of unexpected for many of us to see Wisconsin men's basketball pop pop up in the news yesterday uh, as a secret recording of a meeting uh, that the seniors on your team had with you last year was released to the Wisconsin State Journal. There's a lot to break down, but I I just want to ask you, in your words, what happened to get us to the point where that story released yesterday? Well, I, I wasn't aware of it. Obviously, much like I think everybody in that room that it was recorded. So, um, you know, I found out shortly before it was released. So, um, you know, to um, to say where it came from or how when it, how we got to yesterday, I think is hypothetical because uh, up until that point, no one until late Monday night, uh, I didn't know that any type of recording existed. Nor did I think uh, you know most of the people in that in that room. And that's what I'm obviously your your first thought goes to your players and uh, just the confidentiality and, and privacy of, of those type of meetings, which happen, you know, uh, throughout the course of years in a lot of sports. And uh, so that was my first concern right away is what what the impact was on our or could be on our players. And coach, what do you think led to the point of the seven seniors getting to a point where that conversation needed to happen? Well, I think obviously going through a year that it was it was hard. It was 
frustrating at times just because of the, the pandemic that we we're in. I think the stress that that created uh, exasperated, uh, you know, just from the summer on, just what we had to do and what everybody uh, was required to do to walk a season back into place. So, and obviously you have high expectations. You always want to play well. And, uh, you know, there's, there's always been player meetings, player coach meetings since the beginning of time. So those conversations are always healthy. Um, sometimes they're uncomfortable, but they're always healthy in nature in terms of your, your end result of where you get to. Um, so I, I think that was, you know, part of it was just a, a mechanism for everybody to get some things off their chest. Um, obviously, there's only a very small portion of that meeting that I think, uh, from what I've, I haven't listened to their audio because I was in the meeting. I know what was said, so I have not uh, listened to it. But uh, you know, like I said, there's there's a lot more dialogue and conversation about a variety of topics um, that also took place within that time, the time frame beyond that. Talk with Coach Greg Gard of the Wisconsin Badgers, my former assistant coach when I used to play for the Wisconsin Badgers. And Coach, the word that keeps coming up in my brain is culture. And in your mind, what does the word culture mean to you right now for the Wisconsin program? How has that evolved over the last six years or so? Well, I think it's it's remained a lot the same in terms of when you were here, Ben, there's a there's a a way you go about your business every day, the way you work, the way you prepare, uh, the way you handle your academic work. Uh, It's all encompassing. I mean, culture is a big word that you can put over the top of a lot of things, but I think that's the, um, the type of people that are in the organization. They understand specifically your athletes, your student athletes, the importance of your education and, and getting your degree and all those things. So it's, it's all encompassing in terms of, you know, socially, um, uh, all the things that come with wearing that W and representing the University of Wisconsin. Coach, have you seen a change in the mindset of players and what they're trying to get out of their college experience from the last eight years? Um, I think I think uh, social media has put you know, and it's changed even from when you were a player, Ben. It's become more relevant. I think more. Uh, there's more things that are, you know, more of the experiences are known to the public in terms of, you know, Twitter, uh, those type of things. I think just in the uh, age that we're in, in the social media era, that uh, a lot of those experiences, practices, um, games, uh, those things are maybe when you were playing, we didn't have a camera in the locker room after a game or something like that. Those things maybe in, in certain moments we did, but there's, there's more, I think, um, there's more of a, a window into uh, everybody's lives than maybe what there was, you know, 8, 10, 15 years ago. So I think that's one thing that's really changed. Um, obviously, the opportunities to do different things professionally is growing immensely. I think you're seeing the the emergence now of the coming of the uh, name, image, and likeness and what players, how players are going to be able to benefit from that. So college athletics, the landscape of it is changing immensely and is and there's so many new moving pieces that we're still, you know, finding how they fit and how they're going to be able to be applied in, in today's world is uh, obviously where we're going in, in terms of how things are changing in college athletics. Talking with Wisconsin men's basketball head coach Greg Gard here, Scalzo and Bross, across ESPN Wisconsin. Coach, how did you feel when those seven seniors approached you and had this conversation? And did you change it all after the conversation? 
Well, I think I've always had conversations. You know, I am I'm open to that. I think that, like I said before, that's healthy, that you always have some production to that, whether it's end of year meetings, whether it's team meetings with coaches, without coaches. You know, there's been, uh, I think every team probably has had some player only meetings at times. So those things are always, hopefully, you're productive coming out of that. And I'm always open to listening. I always have been. And I think in terms of changing, you're always evolving as a coach. I've I've changed every year that that I've been a coach, even as an assistant. You're always learning and growing and evolving. And if you're not doing that, then you're you're stuck in time. So I think constantly always looking for ways to improve. And and some things, you know, the more things change, some things stay the same uh, in terms of you know, the importance of fundamentals in the game and those type of things. But I think you're always looking for ways that you can help your your student athletes be better. And uh, and obviously that involves, you know, may, helping our staff be better. So uh, it's always we ask our players to always get better, and and we try to do the same thing ourselves. What specific ways have you changed your approach year by year? I think just how you look at the game. The game has evolved from a from a strategy standpoint. The impact of three um you know and, and those things and how the evolution of the ball screen uh i don't think it it changes the importance or de-emphasize the importance of playing in the paint but i think you look at some of that from a strategy standpoint how you play um and i think you're you always kind of navigate or change your offensive maybe emphasis based on the skill level of your group or what your group is really good at if you have a really good post player maybe you do a little bit more with that if you have a really good guard that can make good decisions off ball screens. Maybe you do a little bit of that. And I think you're always looking for better ways and evolving ways to communicate with, with student athletes because that is a forever changing world. And everybody is different. How you communicate with player A to, to Z, you will never find two that are the same. So, and that's, you know, is the job as a teacher is to find the best way that everybody learns. And, and it obviously changes from player to player. And Coach Guard, you of those seven seniors have one of those seniors in Brad Davison coming back. You have a, a group of five plus freshmen coming into the program, and obviously some players coming back from last year. What is your message to them in order to unify the team and to get past the unfortunate leak of a recording? Well, I met with the team yesterday, and I said, "How many of you have ever had a a uh, team meeting with your high school teams, or we've had?" You know, we have three transfers that are in, and almost every hand in the room went up. And, you know, there's that is normal. Team meetings and be able to communicate and talk because it's like a family. Um, you know, Ben, you've been part of a locker room. Uh, the importance of communication of that, the importance of being able to be open and honest with the, everybody in the room. What's not normal is having it recorded and then having it be made public. That, that really, that, sacred space you know uh, players and athletes have very few safe zones and the locker room was always viewed as a safe zone or a meeting room was viewed as a safe zone so when that um you know that right to privacy and confidentiality that everybody expected gets violated that's that's very shaking so my message was hey just be reassured that this is a safe zone this is a safe zone and and be confident in the people around you that um, what is shared in here can be done in confidence and w- with trust and that this circle of trust cannot be broken. And that's, that was an important thing. And then, hey, keep working like you are because they've had a great 10 days so far. It's an exciting group. They're hungry and they're working their butts off. So keep working what you're doing, what you're doing, and, and, uh, 
and keep, uh, like I said, your circle of trust very close to you. Coach, how do you get over this? Because the motive behind it seemed like it wasn't directed so much at the players as it was at you. Like, how do you get over this and still have the same element of trust and openness and honesty that you believe is a part of that culture? I've never made made my career about me, Greg. It's always been about the people I've tried to help. So this isn't about me. Um, My first concern and my only concern and my continued concern is how does this impact our players, specifically the the young men that were in there. They're not young, but the men that were in that meeting. And they did not deserve that. Um, They entered that room uh, with a sense of uh, confidentiality and a closed-door meeting that was private. And uh, so my concern is with them. Um, and that's where I've really focused my energy. This isn't about me. This is about the young men that were um, had, you know, like I said, a private family meeting um, be made public. And, Coach, is there anything that you would change if you could go back in time? Obviously, hindsight is hindsight, but if you could go back, what would you change? Uh, in terms of the meeting? In, in, in terms of, you know, the seven players wanting to come speak to you about something they all – you know, clearly, I'm still, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm still always open to conversation. Um, do I have to put a Dropbox for everybody's phones or devices at the at the entrance of a meeting room? I, a lot of coaches do that. I've had a lot of coaches reach out to me and you know over the last 24 hours and uh, you know say, hey, we we have a Dropbox, we have a lockbox. Nobody can bring any device into the meetings. Um, and typically, like I said, that's. Uh, I think everybody entered that as with all of our meetings with a sense of uh, confidentiality and privacy that uh, it was amongst us and it would stay amongst us. Talk with Coach Greg Gard here on Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. Coach, I'm going to switch things up as the city of Milwaukee gears up for Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. What do you think the keys to success of bringing Wisconsin a, a title to the state for the first time since the Green Bay Packers, which I know you love. Well, let's just let's just get through this series, right? Let's take <laughs> Game One with Atlanta serious, and which they will. I mean, and and uh, how they were able to rally and um, you know close out Game Seven in in Brooklyn. Uh, let's just take it one game at a time and. I probably sound like a coach, right, Ben? I mean, yeah, but that's what you're saying. Be a fan, Coach Guard. Be a fan. Be a Bucks fan. We got to get through the Eastern Conference first. I mean, that's why you are where you are, is because you're a coach. Trey Young's a handful. (laughs) Trey Young's a handful. So we got to we got to keep Trey Young under wraps. I like it, Coach. With this platform, is there anything else you'd like to say, or to talk about, or to get across to those who are just kind of reading headlines and, and, and going an inch deep on this story, uh, in terms of being a part of the family and the leader of that family? Well, I think the one thing is just that, like I said before a few times here, just the the uh, empathy that I have for the players that were, like I said, in that. Uh, We've all been in many team meetings. I mean, anybody that's been an athlete, uh, welcome to team sports. It's like a a family where you're not always going to have a harmonious journey. Seasons are hard. Uh, There's there's peaks and valleys. There's trials and tribulations. COVID, yes, did it add to it? Yes. There's no doubt the stress level was at an all-time high just because of uh, what the pandemic, and we've seen that across our world. I mean, it's not specific to athletics, but 
I think just the confidentiality and, and the privacy and that trust, that circle of trust that was violated is something that uh, obviously for my players, that's my main concern is that they have that circle of trust reestablished that they're, they're safe in those zones and safe in those areas. And uh, you know, that's, that's just a, a line that doesn't get crossed. You can't cross that line. It's like meeting with your pastor, with your parents, with your spouse, with your counselor, with your doctor. I mean, those are private, personal conversations. And uh, um, like I said, I just feel bad for our players because they did not deserve that. Coach Gard, we'll leave you with this last one. Uh, Is Aaron Rodgers going to start the season as a Green Bay Packer? I'll say yes. Hey, there you go. I like I like the optimism. I mean, he's got no leverage, so it's the it's the easy answer, but the answer that makes the Packers better. Hey coach, you were the one responsible for uh, Ben Bruss wearing an Aaron Rodgers jersey back in his playing days. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. Yes, that is. NFC that. Championship game on the way home from Illinois, Jay Cutler sprained his MCL and uh the yeah. Caleb Haney game. Yep. I wore a cheese head, and now I'm living here for like for the rest of my life. Coach Guard, we know it's been a tumultuous couple days for you, so we so appreciate the time uh, and your openness to come on here and talk. Uh, we appreciate it, and we hope to talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yep, Coach Greg Guard there, head coach of the Wisconsin men's basketball program. If you missed any of that interview, you can catch it all the Scalzo and Bruss podcast wherever you get your podcast. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Stephen A. Smith talks some smack about the Bucks. Actually, it wasn't about the Bucks. It was about the city of Milwaukee. The Bucks getting ready to take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight at the Pfizer Forum. We'll talk about it next on Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. That was a big chunk. Hard to swallow. It's a mouthful. With, without any... That's what she said. <laughs> Joshy. You're, Come on, You're Joshy. absolutely disgraceful today. What are you doing? You have no integrity. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Is Aaron Rodgers going to start the season as a Green Bay Packer? I'll say yes. Hey, there you go. I like I like the optimism. I mean, he's got no leverage, so it's the it's the easy answer, but the answer that makes the Packers better. Hard hitting analysis. Is Josh just play? Are you just trolling Ben Brust? <laughs> what? Did you play that? that? That's what you take from the Greg Gard interview to play back. Greg Gard just joined us, head coach of the Wisconsin men's basketball team. They've been in the news, secret recording uh, with his seniors last year in a coach player private meeting or what thought was a private meeting. If you missed the interview, you can catch it wherever you listen to podcasts on the Scalzo and Brust podcast. And we end it by asking him because we have to ask everybody hey, is Aaron Rodgers coming back? And Ben Brust hit us with this hard-hitting analysis. I mean, he's got no leverage, so it's the it's the easy answer, but the answer that makes the Packers better. And nobody talked about it, but all of a sudden, Joshi DiMaggio just starts the next segment right there, cackling, falling out of his chair while he plays that, laughing in Ben Bruss' face. I'm glad I can be here for you. Whether it's the callers that you just laugh at their face for, <laughs> you know, their wife being stolen by their best friend, or me saying something hard-hitting about the Packers, we're here for you, Josh. Did you think you were throwing 
coach uh, life raft there? Is that what was going on? I mean, I was just helping with some Packers knowledge is all. <laughs> you know, he's pretty focused on I don't think uh, he anticipated camp. us asking him about the Bucks or the Packers. I think he thought we were going to stay kind of focused there. Um, which, Coach Guard, big fan of the show. He's been part of our show for years now, so he should know that we're never going to stay completely on tap. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I've been saying Bucks and four, so Coach Guard is doing the right yeah. thing and focusing game by game. Just, you know, he said all the right things. Is Go ahead. Well, I mean, if you they're not going to beat the Nets. There so that's if you could just if stop it right a, after a, that. Because all, all he does is go on and, and spin himself more into a web there. But the important part is he said this before the last series. Well, I mean, if you they're not going to beat the Nets. I mean, that's that's all you need. That's it. And now Benny Bucks is Benny Bucks, and Benny Bucks is back. I mean, yeah, I'm back. The Bucks are winning in four, Greg. I don't know, like you have you have your next. The Nets are gonna beat the Bucks. Like the Bucks are going to beat the Atlanta Hawks in four games. How many times do I need to say it? Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six again. Eight hundred nine nine zero. 3776. So we have a couple Bucks tickets to give away. Speaking of the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, they are playing tonight at the Pfizer Forum. Two tickets to give away to the Scalzo and Brust family. It's how much we love all of you. Again, the number to get into the show is 800 990 3776. You're going to listen to Ben Brust and Tony Smith in Bucks at six uh, coming up following the Scalzo and Brust show here. But ultimately, uh, the story of the day today, Benny, is Stephen A. Smith talking smack, not about the Milwaukee Bucks, because he is a, of the belief that the Bucks will go to the NBA Finals, but talking smack about how he is now an Atlanta Hawks fan because he does not want to be in an NBA Finals taking place in our fine city of Milwaukee. Here's what Stephen A. Smith said yesterday on First Take. So well, Stephen A, I'm worried about these des- these destinations that you po- you possibly have to go to for the NBA Finals. I mean, <laughs> you really want to be in Mil- Milwaukee? Is that where you want to be? Last Milwaukee? year it was Miami. Hell LA. No. He's heading between Phoenix and Milwaukee You know now. what? Stephen a lot of segments a. going Stephen direct, a. right? You know what I just thought about, which is actually kind of funny? The only two times, the one time I didn't go to the Super Bowl, it was Minnesota. And this is the first year. I'm not sure what our plans are for first take, but I don't think we're going. Max and I will see. And it's going to be terrible cities. I mean, good karma for me on that. Terrible cities. Hold on, hold on, Shut it, Molly. Hold on, Molly. Meant, uh, hold on, Molly. Not, not this is, there is a news. There is breaking news here. I don't believe either of them are going to win their respective series, but I don't believe I've ever rooted for Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Los Angeles Clippers more in my life. I don't believe I've done it. Atlanta, I don't believe LA. I've ever rooted for them more in my life. That is true. Stephen A., you're so good about Atlanta, L.A., too, besides the cities, the flights. There's so many flight options yeah. as well. Listen, cool. It might hey, have been Utah hey, and hey, Milwaukee hey, this year, Stephen A., hey. All I all I know is this: when you get to those locations, it's worth the flight. I'll say that much. Atlanta and L.A. They ain't, I don't believe they're gonna do it. I but miss, I've never no, rooted I for them Golden more in my State life. Being in the mix. I, I like when we were at that resort Ever. up at Golden State. That was yeah. nice. That was like being on vacation. Shut it, Molly. I mean, get out of my ears. I like the resort. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Yeah, I want to be at a resort off the coast of Northern California. Yeah, so does everybody. Yeah. Of course we do. Eight hundred. 
800-990-3776. Uh, we are on the verge of giving away a pair of tickets to the Bucks playoff game tonight. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. So stay by the phones. 800-990-3776. First, we were joined by Tony Smith, 11-year NBA pro. Then we were joined by Greg Gard, head coach of the Wisconsin men's basketball team. Now we're joined by the freaking hall monitor, Jesse Nelson. Jesse Nelson, what is your response to Stephen A. Smith? Put on your cape, turn that hall monitor badge around, and put on your cape and defend the fine state of Wisconsin, the fine city of Milwaukee. Hi, guys. I'm calling from the back seat of Tier 1 Tyler and his wife Caitlin's car because we're on our way to Milwaukee right now cool. to go watch the Bucks get a win tonight. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Bucks in four, baby. <laughs> so, Jesse Nelson, your response to mostly, you know, let's change the narrative. It was Molly from First Take who was being a real diva about not wanting to come to Milwaukee. Your response, Jesse, to the Milwaukee hatred. Yeah, I didn't know you couldn't get your nails done in Milwaukee. That's news to me. Uh, here's the great things about Milwaukee and the great things about Chicago. There's an art museum. There's a historical museum. There's amazing food. There's a beautiful lake with great beaches to go and enjoy it. There's all kinds of great, friendly people. But the thing is, Milwaukee just does it at a more affordable price. It's just a little version of Chicago, and I mean that in the best way possible. Like, there's everything you would want from the big city, but it's in a smaller city. It's just a fantastic environment. People are friendly. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place to be. I can't wait to be there back experiencing the Deer District tonight. Thank Thanks you for the call. 800-990-3776. <laughs> Best imitation of the hall monitor, Jesse Nelson, defending Milwaukee. 800-990-3776. We'll line up the phones here. Call us right now if you want a pair of tickets to the Pfizer Forum tonight for the historic Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Bucks hawks Best Jesse Nelson impression wins. 800-990-3776. We give away a pair of Bucks tickets to the best Jesse Nelson impersonator next on Scalzo and Bras. You're listening to Scalzo and Bras. All right, all you got to do is repeat after me. I, Daniel and Madison. I, Daniel and Madison. Pledge myself to the Scalzo and Bras family. Pledge myself to the Scalzo and Bras family. From here into eternity. From here into eternity. Chugga chugga. Chugga chugga. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Bucks Hawks game one of the Eastern Conference final tonight at the Fiserv Forum. Tony Smith, Ben Bruss, get you ready with Bucks at 6 right here across ESPN Wisconsin. A new show that will air every day, Tuesday through Friday, during the Bucks playoff run. Speaking of the Bucks, we got a pair of tickets to give away to tonight's game. Good tickets, too. 800-990-3776. That, the all-new patented official Scalzo and Bruss talking text line. Jesse Nelson joined us last segment. The Hall Monitor following, of course, Tony Smith and Greg Gard. Uh, what a letdown. 
Nelson. We get to Jesse Nelson, who, as Jesse Nelson only can, defends Milwaukee in the state of Wisconsin. The tickets will go to the best Jesse Nelson impersonation, defending the fine city of Milwaukee. Let's start with line three, Josh in Milwaukee. Josh, welcome to Scalzo and Brust, your best Jesse Nelson impression. Hey, guys. Jesse Nelson here. My wife and I, we contracted the COVID-19 virus, and uh, we've been donating our plasma in order to help others get through it. Fortunately, we weren't uh, weren't affected by it. Please help donate plasma to help many people uh, who are in need. I like that. Interstate blood and plasma. Hang on the line, Josh. Hang on the line. 800-990-3776. Let's go to line nine. Drew and Grafton. Drew, welcome to Scalzo and Brust, your best Jesse Nelson impersonation. Hey, guys. Hey, don't you know there, guys? My name is Jesse, and I'm from Wisconsin, and I love my Milwaukee Bucks. I got that lust. I got the Bucks lust. Go Bucks. Good start, Drew. Good effort. Good 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 start. Just... Just faded. Next Bucks game. 800-990-3776. Let's go to line five. Nick in Madison. Welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Turn down your radio. Your finest uh, Jesse Nelson impression. Nick from Madison. Line five. No, he's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. Nick, line come on. Four, you guys, Ryan got, from you guys gotta be ready to go here. Line four, Ryan and Verona. Welcome to Scalzo and Brust, your best Jesse Nelson impression. Hey everybody, my name is Jesse, and I just got married and I invited Brett Favre to my wedding. I don't think he showed up, though I never saw him. Need a little more creativity out of you there, right, but sorry, I, Ryan, sorry. It's a good, good try, effort. good effort, good context. Uh, bonus points, right? I think if you, if you, you, we don't need to pull stuff from, from the Wilde and Tausch program. We need some references we, from the Scalzo and Brust exactly. program. Let's go to Trey in West Dallas. Trey, welcome to Scalzo and Brust, your best Jesse Nelson impression. Oh, yeah, this is old Jesse Nelson. I'm telling you what, I just got married, and I'm going to the Bucks game. We're going to win it in four, and I'm going to show Rodgers how to chug a beer at the game. I tell you what. All right, I'll put him on the list. Thank All right, we'll keep, we'll keep Trey on Trey the list from West Dallas. Uh, you got a lifeline there from Brusk, because I was on the verge of cutting you loose. 800-990-3776. Rod in the key, your best Jesse Line Nelson six. impersonation. Line six. Hey, folks, it's Jesse Nelson here, and if your impression of me is close enough, you can win these tickets. Apparently found on Craigslist. Craig Carmazin, that is. Pretty exciting, like an eighth-grade graduation ceremony. I wonder if the Bucks need a master of ceremonies tonight. Anywho... I haven't been this excited since I auditioned for Zimbrakana's Prep Mania. All right, all right. Line six, Ryan McKee. Right, right, Hang you're on, the, you're in making the, the finals here. Uh, 800-990-3776. Line seven, Ray in Oostburg. Welcome to Scalzo and Bruss, your best Jesse Nelson impression. Hey, uh, yo, this is the manly Jesse Nelson. I just got married, so I just turned into a man. I got to tell you some beautiful things about the rock. First off, we got Lake Michigan. You know, Lake Michigan is beautiful. You can always drive an hour north of the Kola. You know, Kola's beautiful. He's got whistling straights. You can go golfing if you don't like the city life. That's why you choose me, Ray's cool Jesse Nelson. Ray, you would miss congeniality of this contest. We I enjoyed you, Ray, that, but, but you don't win this one. Nope, out. Thank you. 800-990-3776. Line 8, Chris in Waukesha. Chris, welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Sorry, this is Marquise. We had a switch. Marquise, Marquise from Milwaukee. Line, line eight. 8 from Milwaukee. Uh, your finest Jesse Nelson impression. It's 
Alonzo. And all ESPN contests and tickets will be subscribed at ESPN.com. If you do not have the clue, call me, Jesse Nelson. I have the whole rundown. Thank you, guys. Ben? All right, sorry, Marquise. Good try. Good effort. 800-990-3776. Over to line 10. Rick in Sun Prairie. Rick, welcome to Scalzo and Russ, your finest Jesse Nelson impression defending the city of Milwaukee from Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, you want me to go now? Yeah. Yeah, right now, Rick. Okay. All right. Wow, great question. Wow. Good try, good effort. Thank you, Rick and Sunbury. It's a limited faith, but it's I a mean, good thing. It was good, it was but it's good. just there too short. There has to be more. you got to get past the first level and get to the second level Yeah, we need there. some second level. Uh, we need to get to the red zone here for some of these. 800-990-3776. Josh, there's not a line next to it, but we got Tyler from Milwaukee next. Um, you can only blame yourself for that one. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, you can figure that out. Well, while you figure out Tyler from Milwaukee, let's go to line four, Luke and Green Bay. Luke, welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Your best Jesse Nelson impression. I'm Jesse Nelson. I have COVID. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I just said you got to get to the second level, Luke. It was a good start. Thank you for the call. Uh, but you got you got to have something behind. I have COVID. Like, I mean, right now we have a runaway contestant right now and I want some competition I want a 1v1 battle right now Ron well, we've got he, three in the finals well, right we got now. we got Josh for, um, and Trey in West Dallas and Ron in the key those are the three right now 800-990-3776 your best Jesse Nelson impression Joshy have you figured out Tyler, Tyler from Milwaukee's line I will take that. No. I'll take that as a no. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, you got to turn your mic off because everybody <laughs> just heard you say, what's your name? This was the worst thing I've ever. you guys have ever done to me. What do you mean the worst this thing? This is fun. We're having fun. We're having fun. We're out of fun. control. We've had 10 lines full this entire time. All right. You want to, Joshy? We can cut it off. We cut yeah. it off? Pick, from, pick right. from our three finalists. We have three finalists. We've got, uh, we've got, you got to scroll up here. Line three. Uh, we've got. Josh in Milwaukee. I don't know how I messed that up, considering your name is Josh. We've got Trey, Trey from West, West Dallas. Dallas on line two, and we've got Rod in the key on line six. Let's start again. Uh, Trey from West Dallas, give us your best shot. You're the weakest link as far as I'm concerned here, so dig deep and give us you really that next level Jesse Nelson impression. Oh, wow. What really gets me going is that it's June, Stephen A. It's not even cold. I mean, you don't even have to wear your fancy parka. You just get on the old margarita boat. You'll have a lot of fun. There's plenty of cheese because we know you like to whine. We're here at ESPN. We don't want to hear that. Let's go Bucks in four. All right, over to line three, Josh in Milwaukee. Josh in Milwaukee, again, your finals uh, performance. Jesse Nelson impression. Turn down the radio. All right. You're here, Josh. Hello. Time to shine. Your final Jesse Nelson impression here. You're in the finals. You're one of three. You can get bronze, silver, or gold. You only win the tickets if you win gold. What do you got? Three ball, corner pocket, Ben Bross. He fouled. (laughs) Goes to the line. Oh, technical. Fran McCaffrey hit four free throws. Badgers up six from being down eight. 
Thank you, Joshua Watt. He's in the run. Dude, that was recall from my senior year against Iowa. There was a double technical. I made four free throws. That's recall. I'm sorry, Trey from West Dallas. Uh, You are not going to be making, I believe, the final two here. Let's go over to line six. Ron in the key. Ron, your finals performance for a pair of tickets to the Milwaukee Bucks game. Jesse Nelson impression, your best one. I'm pretty sure I've won this. I'm stuck on this like Dennis Summerow's stuck with me. Like, I'm stuck with me during quarantine. Don't get mad, honey. You can call me Big Ben 10 Benny tonight. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right, let's write it down here. What do we think? The finals. Who do you guys have winning? Are we doing majority rules between the three majority of us? Majority rules between the three of us. Ben Brust, who is your winner? I mean, it's pretty simple. If you know the key to my heart, it's to talk about Ben Brust. I vote Josh from Milwaukee. You are my pick to click. All right, I will go next. I will say I'm surprised you went there because I, I figured we would all be in agreement. I'm going Ron in the key. Uh, Ron in the key knows Jesse Nelson's like his speech pattern. Even. I know it he was called really the good. Semrel out. He had the strongest collective performance Mania. between the two of them. I will go Ron in the key, which means the tiebreaker goes to Josh Dimaggio, <laughs> which nemesis is Ron in the key. And I know that Josh hates being put in this position, but this is a punish <laughs> Josh segment here. Josh Dimaggio, the winner of a pair of Bucks tickets, good tickets too, to get to Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals at the Pfizer Forum goes to... Ron in the key. Oh my gosh! gosh. You're so soft! Ron in the key! You're so soft! Ron in the key owns you! He's your nemesis, and you gave him tickets to a playoff game. Trey from West Dallas collects the bronze medal. Josh in Milwaukee, a valiant effort. You lost on the final vote. You get the silver rod and the key. Congratulations. Is he even allowed to win this? I feel like he wins everything. Uh, <laughs> he, he doesn't win stuff on here, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, he I don't know if he's I'm... ever won anything. I won him Wisconsin Sports Awards tickets beating you in a papa shot. It was like three years ago. It was like three years ago. Yeah. Rod in the key, victory left. Time here. Were you nervous when it was sent over to Jachi Namaju as the tiebreaker? I mean, Ben was never going to get revived in Call of Duty again. Like, he was going to be dead. <laughs> oh, Ron. All right. Now we have to let you go because you brought up Call of Duty. Thank you. Enjoy <laughs> the game tonight. Get a victory from the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and hopefully. You have yourself a grand old time. 800-990-3776. Sending it back to Josh DiMaggio because it's time to play Craigslist Price is Right. Next segment, we need caller number 4, 800-990-3776. Caller 4 for Craigslist Price is Right next on Scalzo and Brust.